The national championship game is tonight. I'll preview and give you a prediction. The AAF is done and baseball season is back. But does anyone care? It's win or lose. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to win or lose. Still in bed good. We got a national championship tonight. March Madness is coming to an end. It's been three weeks of good games. Exciting. Great players. It's come down to the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the Virginia Cavaliers. I know, I know, I know. Not the sexiest matchup in the world. But hey, it's what we got. Two defensive teams. It's going to be first one to 55, I think. All that exciting offense we know and love. You want that? Not today. It's defense. Put the wives and kids to bed. It's going to be defense, a physical game. And should be a good game go down to the wire. I don't think no one's going to pull away from the other. Now, Virginia, they beat Auburn on Saturday. And it was a good game. Controversial finish. Everybody's making a big deal about this double dribble that wasn't called. And three-point shot that Kyle Guy got fouled. Obviously got fouled. And Virginia ended up winning a one-point game. I thought it was a good call by the refs. He clearly got fouled. At that point, you just got to put your hand up, contest the shot, and just hope he misses at that point. But Virginia... They battled their way here. Good defense. They had a couple of close calls. I thought Purdue game could have went either way. This game with Auburn, definitely they were in trouble. They, you know, got out of that by the, you know, skin of their teeth. They've had some close calls, but it's just a one-game scenario. You win and you advance. It don't matter if you win by one, if you win by 100. You win in advance. Virginia take it any way they can get it, especially because this is the number one seed that lost to a 16 seed last year in the first round so anyway they can take it they'll get there and the texas tech red raiders same way defense hard-nosed defense they've been shutting teams out they've been a little bit more they haven't been in the close games virginia has been in but their defense is just as good i think these is number one and number two teams in defense that's what it's going to be tonight. The ratings might take a dip because we don't got Zion and Duke and all the excitement. We love our freshmen and all. We don't have the old guys playing in the championship tonight. But I think all is well and everything is right back with the world. Now that Zion's out, we love Zion. We're exactly rooting to get Duke in this game. But all's right with the world now. We can go back to hating Duke now that Zion's gone. And it's going to be two teams that, you know, didn't get a lot of coverage this year but it was good and was in the top 10 top 15 all year in Virginia's case they was in the top three top five all year so this just shows you in the in the one and done era you still need upperclassmen to get it done Texas Tech has three seniors I believe in the starting lineup and Virginia has three juniors in the starting lineup so experience does still count for something you still can win with the more experienced smarter know what to do in those tough situations 
type of players on your team. It doesn't have to be the best player in the country, the freshman and all that winning your championships. You still can win it this way, and these two teams have proven it. They can prove it with defense also. It's going to be a good game. Like I said, I believe it's going to be first team to 55. It's going to win this game. You got, uh, I believe, Texas Tech. Has an NBA pro right now in Jared Culver. He had a bad game against Michigan State. But I don't think he's going to have two bad games in a row. He's going to get it going. Virginia's a great defensive team. They have a player, DeAndre Hunter, that probably will guard Culver all game. That should be a good matchup. And Virginia has great players, too, who make timely shots. Two experienced teams. I think I'm going to go with the Texas Tech Raiders. I think they are more athletic, I believe. I think they have the more athletic guards. And I think they have the more athletic big man with Tariq Owens protecting things at the basket. It's going to be a good defensive game, but I like the Texas Tech Red Raiders to win the national championship tonight. 65-61 in a close game going back and forth. I think no lead will be bigger than six or seven. This game's going to go down to the wire, but I got the Red Raiders hosting the trophy and win the national championship. Well, it looks like the divorce is getting ugly between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and former head coach Mike McCarthy. I think it started last week or week before that. McCarthy came out with an interview where he took some shots at the Packers and Rodgers. And the and the Packers came back with the gloves off. There was plenty of sources saying that McCarthy would skip meetings to go get massages. He ignored some of the players' opinions and requests to do something different on the field. He thought he was a big shot and knew it all, kind of the tough guy is my way or the highway. They kind of threw him under the bus. And it kind of started off like they would, you know, we're letting you go. We're not going to talk about you in the media. We're not going to say bad things. You thought it would end like that. But his gloves off. It's a lot of things coming out now that we kind of suspected, but it wasn't for sure. Rogers was going on saying he thought McCarthy was an idiot. He couldn't adjust to the new football. He still was stuck in the 80s. They, were going, they couldn't get over the hump with this guy. And it kind of really made you know, Mike McCarthy look bad. Maybe that might be went out to other NFL teams. That's probably why McCarthy is still unemployed and didn't get a new head coaching job. I don't know. They say Aaron Rodgers is kind of a grudge holder. He's still upset that McCarthy, when he was the the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, took Alex Smith in the 2005 draft instead of him. I don't know if he's still holding that grudge about that. I wouldn't be surprised, though. So you got people on McCarthy, on Rogers' side, going at McCarthy, and you got some players that saying Rogers wasn't a good teammate. He was aloof. He didn't hang out with the guys outside the football field. 
He was a know-it-all. He was selfish. Everything had to revolve around him. But you got to admit that these guys did underachieve together. They won that one Super Bowl in the 2010 season. But they came in that season as a sixth seed, wild card, barely getting into the playoffs. They got a hot streak and went on to win a Super Bowl. They went to two other NFC championship games. They basically choked their one to Seattle, I think it was, in the 2014 season. Then they just had a lot of injuries, just got blew out by the Falcons. So they left a couple of more championships on the table. Do I think Mike McCarthy's the greatest coach in the world? No. When you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you should win more championships. But in the NFL, that one-game scenario... The best team doesn't always win. The best player doesn't always win. The Packers have a new head coach now. New young guy. I heard Aaron Rodgers hasn't even spoke to the guy. He hasn't reached out to him. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. They say he might be more dynamic than, than Mike McCarthy was. But he's coming from the Tennessee Titans. He was their offensive coordinator, so, you know, Tennessee was, you know, one of the most boringest offenses in the league. So I don't know how much is he going to adjust his game for Rodgers. Is Rodgers going to, you know, listen to this new guy coming in the league? He's wet behind the ears. He hasn't coached nobody. Is he going to take him serious? It's a lot of questions to ask, you know, with the Packers. Rodgers is getting older. Seems like he's getting more injury prone now. You're giving them a, you know, all this money. Can you really put good talent around them? Is that going to frustrate them? It's pretty obvious that Packers are building through the draft because giving Aaron Rodgers all that money that they gave him is really going to be hard to really put a lot of, you know, A-level talent around them. So I don't know. Like I said, Rodgers is getting older. It seems like he's going to get more and more frustrated. But you got McCarthy out of there now. So, I mean, we can't, you can't, I can't be your scapegoat no more. You're going to have to take some responsibility too. As for McCarthy, I don't know, was he blackballed with this situation now with Rodgers? Will he be able to get another head coaching job? I know he, the Browns was interested. The Jets were interested. And does this blackball him from the league? Will he ever get a head coaching job? He might have to be a coordinator. Because it seemed like he just didn't, like, change at all. It seemed like the Packers had the same offense for years. They didn't spice things up, do something different to challenge the defense. And that might have been part of Rodgers' frustrations. He was checking out of plays, doing what he wanted to do. He kind of lost respect for McCarthy, but I don't think it was a a good relationship from the get-go. It wasn't a good matchup from the get-go. You know, like I said, Packers caught lightning in the bottle in 2010 and and won that championship. They've been close a couple of few times, but I never thought McCarthy was the guy for the job. I don't know if this young guy is the guy for the job now. We'll see. Packers may be a playoff team. They may not. I don't know. But Rodgers isn't getting any younger. He's getting injury prone. And basically, you're not going to be able to put great talent around him because he's making so much money. But the divorce is getting uglier. There's going to be probably more things that come out once the season gets started on Rodgers or on if you're on Rodgers or McCarthy's side. We'll hear more, but this is getting ugly between Rodgers and McCarthy. 
I didn't think it would come to this far, but it has. I can't wait to hear what else comes out. Antonio Brown is on a war path against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's taking shots at Roethlisberger. He's taking shots at Tomlin. Now he's going at the young Juju Smith. And I don't understand this at all. I think Juju Smith is a nice, young, good receiver. He's 22 years old. I mean, he probably came into the league already idolizing Antonio Brown. And then just to get to play with him, he probably couldn't help himself. He probably was excited, you know, like a sponge, just taking all the information he can get, learning all the qualities he can get, and getting better on the football field. He's turned himself into one of the best receivers in the league. Even when Brown and Roethlisberger were going through their mess, he stayed out of it. He stayed neutral. He loved both of the guys. When Brown got traded to Oakland, he wished them well. I wish him the best. He's still my guy. I still love him. And then out of nowhere, you know, Brown starts taking shots at Juju. Basically saying he lost him the season when he fumbled in the, the basically game that basically ended Pittsburgh's season in New Orleans. And just kind of took shots at him that I didn't think was necessary. And where did it come from? And I can understand you being mad at Big Ben and Tomlin. But your problems with Smith Schuster, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, you're 30 years old. You're supposed to be the mature one here. You're supposed to be the adult here. I'm kind of disappointed in it, but I'm glad that Smith Schuster took the high road. He didn't go back into this back and forth with him because that's kind of seems like what Brown wants to do. It seems like he wants to keep on going back and forth. We broke up. We're not together no more. Let's move on. Why are you still texting me talking crazy? You know, we broke up with each other. I got somebody new. You got somebody new. No need to go back and forth with this he say, she say, oh, he likes him better. None of that stuff is necessary. To me, this is the prime example of we cool, we friends, but I don't want you doing better than me. That's kind of what it seems like to me because the Steelers had voted Juju Smith-Schuster the MVP of last season of the team. And that kind of rubbed Antonio Brown the wrong way. He got upset about that instead of being happy for the young second-year player. A guy who's working hard. You took him under his wing. You should be proud of him. Like, I'm proud of the things you're doing. Let me help you out with this. But instead, you go on Facebook or Twitter and taking shots at the 22-year-old. You're the 30-year-old. You're supposed to be the mature one, the veteran, the leader. You know, you know he looks up to you. I just don't like this story at all. I'm kind of disappointed in it. Antonio Brown's got his money and he's been weird and selfish ever since. Walking around with blue hair and a blonde mustache. Looking like a fool. I mean, you can't take away. He's a great receiver. You can't take that away from it. But like I told y'all in a couple of of, of episodes I did a few back, I think the Steelers going to be better with him gone. You know? You're getting better with the subtraction of the loud mouth in the locker room. I mean, this guy's been a distraction. Don't get me wrong. He brings it on the field, but I think they'll be better, you know, by subtraction. 
I think the Steelers will be better. They don't have that distraction. We don't have to worry about getting him as many balls. You know, he's whining. Hey, we up by 15, but I only had two catches today. Hey, what's going on here? You don't have to worry about that no more. Everybody can go out there and play the game. I think the Steelers will be better. I'm proud of Smith Schuster for taking the high road and not even getting into that back and forth. That's what he wants. I'm disappointed in Brown. I hope he doesn't go here. And the Raiders are already a bad team as it is. Do you come in and really just self-destruct there? Make them worse than what they really are? That's why you only get a third-round pick for players like Antonio Brown. Great on the field, but he's going to bring distraction, questions you don't want answered. And the first time Derek Carr doesn't get him you know, 10 to 12 looks a game, it's going to be a problem in Oakland. Oakland, you asked for it. Steelers will be better with the subtraction of Antonio Brown. Mark my words. Rick Buecher from Bleacher Report. And he's a radio host. And a sports journalist, he's reporting that it's a done deal. Kevin Durant to the New York Knicks at the end of the season. He's a good source. He's been, you know, in sports for almost 30 years. He's close to the Warriors. I mean, why would he lie about this? Just, I don't know. But we've been talking about Kevin Durant possibly going to the Knicks for almost a year now. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. He knew going to the Golden State Warriors would, you know, guarantee him a couple of championships. He took the criticism for it. He got his rings. He got his MVPs of the finals. I think he now wants to challenge himself and go, you know, prove he can lead a team to a championship. I like the move. I didn't like Durant going to the Warriors anyway. You know, the team that beat you, put you out. I wanted him to challenge yourself and find a way to beat him. I didn't mind him leaving OKC, but I just didn't like him going to Golden State. If you're going to go somewhere, team up to beat the Warriors, then I respect that. But just running to the Warriors, I didn't like it at all, but I get it. He got his championships now. He's ran his course with the Warriors. I think he wants to go out there and do it, you know, be the leader of a team. He's never going to get the credit in Golden State. Steph's still going to be Steph's team. Everybody just loves Steph more, you know, in Golden State. And I think he understands that. Plus, I think he deep down knows that the move to Golden State kind of was a weak move. You know, just, you know, going there, getting your guaranteed championships. I know you want your rings. You got them now. But possibly going to New York City and winning the championship, I think just winning one there would, you know, make up for those three in Golden State. He definitely going to have to get somebody to go with him, though. I don't think he will go to the Knicks by himself. I think Kyrie's a free agent. Uh, Kawhi. There's some big names out here that's free agents this summer who could possibly team up with Kevin Durant if he is going to leave Golden State. Clippers also have some money. The Brooklyn Nets, the Lakers, LeBron might be interested. I doubt if he goes there. But I like the move to New York. I mean, I like the, you know, the parity. It actually could be a handful of teams that might actually have a chance of winning a championship next year instead of just this one team we've been having for the past three years. Going into the season, we know the Warriors are going to win it unless it's like a bad injury. 
So he'll get his third title this year, possibly third finals MVP, tying him up with LeBron. And you move on, you go somewhere else, prove you can be the leader, try to win a championship. I like it. Warriors will still be a title contender without him. The West will still be loaded. It'll make the Knicks good and make the East more interesting. I like the move. He's going to have to get another piece with him. Possibly the Knicks win the draft lottery and get Zion. Who knows? Knicks could be back right in the fold. The Knicks have been such a horrible franchise, you know, in the last 20 years. I hope they don't mess this up. Just shut up and go with the flow. Any little thing y'all say could mess this up. Shut up and go with the flow. If you're getting Kevin Durant, shut up and ride it out. I like that KD's challenging himself. Some people are saying he's making a mistake. I thought this might have been the plan all along. He was going to play a couple of seasons in Golden State, win a couple of championships, and then you know, go and do what he wanted to do all along. I don't think he really wanted to go to Golden State. I just knew he, I didn't think he just wanted the quickest possible way I can to win championships. I'm in my 10th year. I'm, you know, pushing you know, 30, I need to start winning championships. What's the easiest and quickest way I can win championships? Going to Golden State. He's accomplished that. Now it's time to challenge yourself. This is getting too easy. It's getting redundant. Challenge yourself. Go somewhere like the New York Knicks. Win a championship there. Your legacy set. Your legacy is set in stone with me. You win a championship with the Knicks. We haven't won nothing since 1973. I think you're in good hands. He's definitely going to have to get somebody to go with him. I like the move. Challenge yourself. Win this third title with Golden State. Love you guys. It's been a nice run. I'm heading to New York. I agree with this. I like this move. If Kevin Durant goes through with it. It must have slipped my mind. I'm just now remembering. Baseball season started. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I know, I know. We really don't really get excited to baseball until October. Some people get excited the first week of baseball season. You know, oh, it's the excitement of the season. Bringing the kids out, let them miss school, eat some hot dogs and watch the game. And then it just kind of disappears and we kind of forget we in baseball season. I think baseball season kind of reminds me of, you know, the new year where everybody got their new year's resolution. I'm going to lose me 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 20. I'm going to lose my weight this year. January, everybody's in the gym. Everybody, you can't even go to a machine. Everybody, everybody's at a machine. By March, April, everybody stopped coming. You know, you go to a machine with no problems now. That's kind of think about baseball season. Everybody's excited that first week. Then by June and July, all the games, hot outside, games kind of slow. You kind of forget baseball season is going on until October. And then we start talking about it again. I don't know. Here's my three things with baseball I have with baseball. One, too many games. 162 games every day something going on it's hard to keep up with that i think they need to cut the trim it down a little bit it's too many games they play every day i'm not interested you know 
give us some time to miss you or something. Just too many games going on with baseball. Too, it's too slow. It's just the game just moves too slow. It's not action packed. It doesn't keep us interested. You might fall asleep and go get your hot dog. Nothing still happened. Nobody still scored. It just moves too slow for me. I mean, that's just the way it is. And three, they do a poor job at marketing their players. I mean, we don't know these guys. It might be a handful of guys we know, a couple of Yankee players or some of the real good guys, but you'd be hard-pressed to, you know, ask a casual fan if they can name one or two players on every team like we can in NBA and NFL. It's just not going to happen. I think they do a poor job of marketing their players. It's just they got to do a better job at that to keep people interested. Long, long games, and they're, you know, it just goes on too long, too many games, and they don't do enough good job of marketing their players. That's baseball's issue, and it's going to be like that for a while. They have to make some changes. They try to excite us with the home run derby and the all-star game, but... I don't know why baseball has fell off the map. Uh, It'll pick back up in October. But baseball season is back for all you people that are interested. And with all that being said, I got the Yankees winning it all. Grand opening, grand closing. The AAF has suspended operations after week eight. Right in the middle of the season, the AAF is done. No more football. This kind of happened kind of quick. It kind of came out of nowhere, too. I wasn't expecting this. I thought they would finish out the season. I actually, you know... People actually liked it, and I kind of liked it and kind of enjoyed watching it, too. I was actually kind of getting to know some of the players, and then they pulled the rug out on us. This was uh, canceled pretty quick, you know? I was kind of disappointed. Like I said, I was starting to kind of get into it a little bit. And they kind of did the players wrong, too. They have to pay their own medical bills and... Had to pay the the hotel rooms and this just this is embarrassing. And there's some actually good guys who actually like made a name for themselves in football with Steve Spurrier and a NFL Hall of Famer and Mike Singletary coaching. This just wasn't put together, wasn't planned at all. You would think they would had something better planned and situations for stuff like this when they thought about the AAF. But I knew it was in trouble with the name, the AAF, American Alliance of Football. I knew, like, uh, I don't know about that name. I don't, they're not taking it serious with the name. It just came out of nowhere. It's, it was canceled quicker than a black show on NBC. This is bad. This is not good. I feel for the players. But I kind of... I kind of wish they would have held off. I didn't really like it being right in the smack of the middle of NBA's getting down to the nitty gritty with the playoffs and March Madness. 
I kind of wish they would have kind of pushed it to the summer, kind of like June, early July, something to hold us over to the NFL gets here, kind of like an appetizer until the real meal gets here. I feel bad for the guys. I don't know where they go to next. Some of them, this was their last chance and kind of believed in, you know, the guys who put it together. Bill Polian, who's supposed to be a smart guy, was one of the guys who put it together. And it just seemed like it ran out of money quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I don't know how this is going to affect the XFL that's returning, supposed to be returning next summer. I don't know if the AAF's demise will have an effect on that. But just as soon as it was here, it's gone. The AAF is done. Thanks for joining me. I'll holler back at y'all next time.